Hey out there in podcast land, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. It's Monday, and we're just trucking along in the month of December, right? We're celebrating Jesus' birthday, so hopefully December will be a good time for you. Um, we know that it's some sometimes can be bitter, bittersweet, the holidays um, for individuals. You know, I lost my mom. I don't have my dad. I'm an only child. It could be really depressing, but it's not because I have to constantly remind myself that God is with me, that I'm his daughter, and that he has surrounded me um, with other people who love me. I have cousins and aunts and friends, but more importantly, I have him, and I want you to know that you have him as well on this December the 12th, and so let's dig into his word. Coming from Psalm 130, I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. Out of the depths I have cried to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the sound of my pleadings. If you, Lord, were to keep account of guilty deeds, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and I wait for his word. My soul waits in hope for the Lord more than the watchmen of the morning. Yes, more than the watchmen of the morning. Israel, wait for the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his guilty deeds. This is a wonderful psalm. A wonderful psalm of ascent falling into the category of lament, but it ends with hope. And this is what I believe is crucial for us to remember. Although times are tough and we have our good days and our bad days, there is hope. There is hope for a better tomorrow through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And in this season of celebrating his birthday, there is hope. We know he came. He came so that he could go to the cross so that we could have life through him. And as our psalmist begins, we hear that his heart cries out for God. How many times have you cried to God to heal your loved one? I know I did to bring the needed resources to help you care for your loved one? How often have you cried out for peace, for strength, and relief? You and I, like the psalmist, have begged God to hear us. And at times, I've doubted, have you? I've doubted that he has heard me. When we think of how God forgives us, does it not that he does not keep records of our sins? Isn't that enough to realize that we have hope in Christ? Because of God's holiness, our transgress, transgressions, you know, our trespasses, they do not allow us to be in his presence. Yet, through our Savior who died for us, we are now seen through him and counted as righteous. That is why we can cry out to God 
The mere fact of being able to lament to God is a privilege. I think if we keep that in mind that we can dialogue with the mighty and holy God, then can we not wait for him to respond or to see the manifestations of our prayers come to pass? Can we not wait on God? Our psalmist declares that his soul waits in hope for the Lord more than a century on a guard post who watches intently for something to happen so that they can signal and alert others. This is the diligence that we are to have in waiting on God. Our waiting signals that we know that he's coming, that the answer to our prayer is coming, and that we are looking and watching with expectation for him. The ending verses, verses 7 and 8, encourage us to wait on God and not to get so overburdened with what is not happening that we are not looking for what will happen because he does hear our prayers. So today as you continue to care for your loved one, know that God has heard your prayers and that the answer is on the way. Place your hope in the God who hears and always answers. Let's pray. We thank you, O holy and mighty God, for loving us. We thank you for being a God who does not count our sins against us. We we could not stand before you, and you knew that. Hence, why we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You knew that we needed you. But the irony is, Father, that you want us to be in fellowship with you, and so that's why you orchestrated your Son to come down for us, so that we would be able to come before you as we come before you today and cry out, help us during this season, during this season of caregiving and during this season of celebrating your birthday when there's so many emotions that are going on in our hearts that we can't quite figure out what to do. A time where we should be celebratory of your birth. Our hearts are hardened or burdened or bitter or angry at the season that we find ourselves in. We may be hurt or lonely at the fact that you've called loved ones home and now we feel alone, Father. We come to you understanding that it is a privilege to be able to come to you, but we just ask for healing, healing of our hearts and of our minds. Help us to celebrate this season and to celebrate this season of caregiving, even though it is a heavy weight to bear. Our soul will wait on you. I ask, Father, that you answer prayers right now of your sweet listeners, that you bring them peace and relief and joy and laughter, that as they spend this time with their loved ones, that they will be able to look back on this season with particular sweetness. Help them to know that you love them your joy in them to be manifested in many ways today. We thank you, Father, for redeeming us, 
allowing us to call you Father. It is in the precious name of our Savior we pray, Jesus the Christ. Amen. All right, my podcast family, enjoy your Monday and go administer the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.